Hey fellow fraud fighters, a big welcome to the Seon Cat and Mouse Show, where we'll look to get into the mindset, thinking and learnings of the hardest working group of heroes we know, the fraud fighting professional. And on alternative shows, we'll dive into the opposite world of current or ex-fraudsters to get a real insight into what's driving them to do what they do. And ultimately, we'll be trying to best work out who's the real cat and mouse here. So Einar, um, yeah, super big welcome to you for coming on the Say On Cat and Mouse show. You are currently a security analyst over at CCP Games. For the audience, uh, CCP Games is, uh, to my mind, best known for MMORPG uh, called EVE Online, one of the most long-standing uh, kind of massive multiplayer online role-playing games. I think you've been there at uh, CCP helping on the security side Um like pretty much just before the game launched. Yeah, it's it's, it's literally almost um, 18 years you've been yeah. with uh, CCP. Is that right? Yeah, I started in uh, March 2003. That's just before the game comes out in May. So it's a beta still. Uh, wow. I started as a, as a customer support agent. So like many, many people in CCP who are still there, uh, you know, people from customer support have gone into other parts of the company a lot. It's a very good retention of people. You know, this uh, or CCP generally, you know, there's a lot of people who've, stayed on for very long and a lot of people you know with 10 years and more people don't like leaving apparently <laughs> can you maybe share in a sentence or two kind of what what that world's about uh, and i'll just prefix this by and um, when you when you go into the ccp kind of corporate page and you see eve online uh, as the flagship kind of production and uh, the mission statement uh, for the audience which i think is pretty cool is um, our mission is to create virtual worlds more meaningful than real life Oh. So that's that's a, a bold that's statement. A, yeah, yeah, it, it is. I mean, this is just a sandbox game. You know, the, the game is the players. They, you know, get to play around in this in this world, and we try to let, let them, you know, basically play around. You know, not too many rules. The players are the actual game, really. How how does risk and security look like uh, from your point of view? Um, what does that what does that mean? Uh, that element of uh, of the job most of the problems we have and have had you know, end up being you know rmt related basically most items in the game are tradable this this basically ends up being cause of the issues like fraud and uh, you know hacking or like t- account takeovers the bots basically bot farms and stuff like that but that's a lot of different kind of risk vectors that you have to look at yeah, yeah. Uh, for you funnily enough it's a cat and mouse game you, you've mm-hmm. been helping to fight fraud at ccp for a decent amount of time now right yeah. um can you go into a bit more detail what what you mean by um through the years have you seen different threats come and go emerge is that is, you know can you maybe share a bit more about that account takeovers for for example that increased a lot you know when when we did some changes in the game before you you just trained your skills and that was it then a few years back, we made it possible so you could extract those skill points and sell them. And, you know, obviously that led to, uh, you know, major increase in account hacking and stuff like that. Natural evolution of, you know, we do something and, you know, there's, there's opportunities. You can trade your skill points. It makes perfect sense. You know, you can train and then you can, you know, sell off your skill points if you want. But this is also an opportunity for, for more RMT. And what we get, you know, out of that is obviously, you know, problems. Like you said, it's kind of a legitimate use case, right? Is you've yeah. allowed your players to kind of trade these things amongst themselves, but you're seeing that sometimes that could be stretched by people abusing the system or even taking advantage of players, right? Is yeah, that yeah. kind of where it comes from? Yes. 
Okay, interesting. And, and is that literally, you can see this on clear web forums, player forums, marketplaces, you know, do, do you have to dig a bit deeper and you see these in uh, more gray areas as well? You know, number of cases of accounts that people are, have lost, we get tickets about everything. So we see tickets, you know, hmm. certain types of tickets that we get, they increase or, or decrease depending on what we're doing. It's all interconnected. We do something about, you know, credit card fraud then we see an increase in bots basically all the same people doing all this it seems we have success in one area and we see like a problem increase in another area it's a -a whack-a-mole sort of thing it's like (laughs) you hit one down and there's like another one popping up that's a really interesting topic i think a lot of our fraud fighters deal with this i'm curious how much goes into almost the planning of say a new feature being rolled out you know, which will, you know, probably improve the kind of player community experience. But ahead of that, how much is security involved in some of that design and almost like preempting the kind of change in risk? Is that something that your team does naturally or, or do you think it's more reactive? Both. We have to, you know, make requests for whatever logs we think are necessary. And then it's also reactive because, you know, there's always something we didn't foresee. But it, it's, a, it's a good cooperation with, with development. So what we need, we get usually. Or always, actually. If you start trading an item that wasn't, you know, tradable before, you're going to see stuff like this. And there's nothing really that, you know, any input from us is going to change, you know. It's just, you know, we know it's going to happen and it, it, it does. From speaking with kind of other, I guess, dynamics in MMORPGs similar, it's almost like a player-regulated community, right? Where do you see, like, you guys then, you know, should you be chipping in or what's kind of the role of CCP as part of that? It's basically, you know, any toxic behavior, harassment and stuff like that, don't want that. So you kind of make and enforce rules for this type of thing. We try to have few rules as, as, as possible. It's not a completely wild west, but it's pretty wild. Even spending just a couple of minutes um, Googling around kind of fraud examples to do with um, the EVE Online uh, sandbox, there's quite a lot of these uh, kind of guides appearing and um, just warning almost noobs. Uh, I'll just list some of them. ISK Dublin scam, the contract yeah. scam, the trade window scam, <laughs> the margin yeah, trading yeah, yeah. scam, the recruitment scam. <laughs> it looks yeah. like a, wow, if you're a noob joining that world. <laughs> as long as you're using normal game mechanics and, you know, just like this kind of you know, trust abuse, you know, people, you know, like this mm. is doubling or contracts and all that, you know, as long as it's in within the game mechanics, then, then we're fine with it. People are <clears throat> trusting and, you know, give you a lot of money and you run away with it. That's, you know, not really our problem. My friends um, that participate in the EVE Online ecosystem, um, they tell me that's actually the most wonderful thing about it is almost the kind of corporate backstabbing <laughs> that can happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's like you said, it is actually part of it in terms of if, if you're unfortunate to get scammed, it's really interesting because it's Absolutely. actually part of the game. Absolutely. People have been spending months and months and months, you know, kind of getting into a corporation and, you know, earning trust only to steal everything. And I think you mentioned at the beginning, you, you kind of started in the customer service role uh, and then you transitioned into uh, became, becoming a security analyst. Yeah. What kind of keeps you um, in that specific role uh, at uh, CCP? I started as a game master. Somehow you gravitate into payment issues. And then, you know, somehow you gravitate into this type of thing, you know, looking at fraud and kind of dealing with that. We're also uh, looking at bots. Our security team, you know, as small as it is, you know, we have also a lot of uh, customer support people doing our bidding, you know, all day long and, you know, 24 hours, seven days a week. You end up doing what you sort of are good at, 
that, rather than you know dealing with stuff that you don't know anything about. So I guess it's just a natural progression type of thing. What What do you think are kind of key skills for someone in in such a dynamic kind of world where you know it's, it's literally a you're you're trying to manage risk in a virtual world? What good skills do you think have helped you uh, succeed in that role? Being able to spot the main, see through all the bullshit, you know. Mm. That's a big part of it because there's a lot of, you know, people are telling you all kinds of stories. They're trying to hide their tracks in game and you kind of need to snoop around for, you know, to figure out what's actually happening. Calmness, I guess, or like, you know, not get overexcited because, you know, it's going to mess up your your game, I guess. If you don't stay calm and focused. Not that we haven't done the wrong thing. You know, we've done a lot of the wrong things, you know, through the years, you know, that's... <laughs> Are you able to share for uh, the, the kind of fraud fighters listening any spectacular uh, mistakes you feel you made? Um, well, it's just trust your gut feeling is like what I've learned. A lot of the time, it's the first thing you think, you know, is usually the right thing. But also, you know, banning somebody who, you know, shouldn't be banned. So, you know, you look at somebody and there's like payments and you're just like, hmm, that looks suspicious, ban. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, perfectly, perfectly legit. And, and you just like, you know, pissed off a very, you know, nice, nice customer. The other important component that I'll be interested to hear about is uh, how tech has kind of helped you. I think you mentioned, you know, with, with those 18 years, you've kind of seen it evolve from where it was more rudimentary, the information yeah, yeah, available yeah. to you, um, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to now, now you feel like you have a, a much different view of someone's um, behavior, activity, yeah, history. Absolutely. Back in the day, you know, we did have very restricted logs or like you know, rudimentary, let's say. That's changed a lot. So the information we have is uh, far better today. Some major leaps for logs and stuff. The the information or like the tools that the frosters have and the hackers and all these people, you know, they, they're also, you know, much better than they used to be. It's a cat and mouse game, you know, on that front as well. So, you know, we improve our tools and they get better tools. So, uh, you know, they're, they're working together obviously so they have their uh, websites and forums and stuff and you also mentioned um uh, that you you have a feeling that uh, you know of course with time uh, fraudsters technology improves as well um yeah. have you like uh, kind of experienced any particular technologies that have changed the way that they are trying to get around your systems uh, i'm curious to that not 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 really anything that i can you know mention off the top of my head like that they're still working and, you know, they're still apparently doing what they want. So, you know, I'd say, you know, without any specifics, you know, they're, they're keeping up at least. <laughs> Probably keeping, you know, sometimes ahead, sometimes keeping up, you know. Do, do you have any kind of predictions for next year, moving into 21, uh, what we're now looking at from a, a fraud trend point of view, yourselves at CCP? Do you have any view on that? We have this three to secure thing going on. Hmm. So that's, you know, that's going to be very interesting. Already is interesting. Getting the banks in, in on this is a very interesting thing, you know. So, you know, the banks should be, you know, securing their payments more than they have done so far. So I'm, I'm very excited to see this happen. That's uh, like our friends over at Jagex, I think, mentioned a similar thing. And yeah. of course, they're dealing with similar to you. It's a very dynamic uh, risk yeah, yeah. profile that you're dealing with. But that's like on one payment type. You know, there's different payment types. There's PayPal and all that, you know. So you see you see problems pop up every now and then for anything, basically. Right. That needs to be fixed. But the, the, the card payments and the, getting this 3D secure and the banks involved is, a, you know, quite quite an interesting development. Excellent. I'm, I'm also worried when you said uh, that uh, you've seen that uh, fraudsters have gone past 3DS. 
yeah. uh, already. So that's also uh, a, a little concerning. That and is a little concerning. They have some sophistication, let's say. So I, I know our show, as you know, is uh, the Say on Cat and Mouse uh, podcast. And we always close uh, the show with uh, getting your view on in the world of you, the professional fraud fighter, um, versus, say, the online criminal or fraudster. Um, who, who do you reckon is the cat and the mouse uh, and why? Yeah, we're the cheese, for one thing. You know, we, we put out the things that, you know, we sell. So that's basically our decision to, you know, we, we sell things that are subject to fraud. And, you know, so we're the cheese and the cat, I, I'd say, you know, basically. Most of the time. Sometimes the mouse, but usually the cheese and the cat. And they go after the items that we're selling. And, you know, it's not super random. We know where they are. Prevention is a thing to strive for. It's difficult or can be difficult, you know, with all these mice and, uh, you know, large, large pieces of cheese that we, you know, put out there. <laughs> That's an interesting dynamic that yeah. you can, you feel like you control the cheese. So you get a, a heads up to what will be tasty. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But usually it's, it's, uh, you know, we're the cat usually trying to chase the mice, but sometimes it feels like they're ahead of us, but, you know, generally the cat, I'd say. Thank you, Aina. That's been really a really interesting chat and uh, really appreciate your time uh, on that. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's show. At Seon, our whole startup is 100% focused on helping you, the hardworking fraud manager, fight fraud with tools that are intuitive and fully complement your existing risk tech stack. Check out our website where you can get started on a free trial and be up and running in 30 seconds or less.